It's the Beards of Blue Ridge, episode 26. Gentlemen, good morning. And we, we have Todd on a, uh in a porta potty. He's a, he's a, Remote wired in from a beach porta potty. That's yeah. right. He's he's on assignment in uh beautiful South Carolina. Hey listen, if a porta potty keeps you out of the wind, you gotta do what you gotta do. So for the podcast. Right? Anything for the podcast. <laughs> Oh, how's everybody doing? Marcus, good. How are you wanna, you? I I did good. I had the uh, I had the usual weekend, except for instead of a park, we went to the YMCA. Okay. And wow. then uh, how did that go over? It went it went well. We uh, I unintentionally violated every YMCA rule and protocol. <laughs> <laughs> and don't have the best relationship with the head lifeguard at the moment. And uh, as we discussed the rules, and I thought she really wanted my opinion on all her rules, which apparently she doesn't. And uh, I learned my daughter's floaty was not Coast Guard approved, so therefore could not be worn because that's not allowed. So what kind, uh, of, what kind of float? It's just a, like a pink flamingo floaty. <laughs> Is it like you just blew up two small trash bags? <laughs> well, money's tight. We just grabbed some trash bags and tied them together. No, we had a, it's just a regular floaty from Walmart or wherever. And she was like, sir. Why won't they let that? She's, well, she was like, sir, is that Coast Guard approved? And I was like, no idea. How, how would you know? And she said, please take it off and look inside the floaty. And I looked inside and it did not say Coast Guard approved. She said it is not, so she can't wear it. And I was like. So then I got I got in my I hurt my feelings. You should so have been like, I told are you, her. Are you certified through the Coast Guard? <laughs> well, then I told her I I messed up. I was like, well, then whatever happens to my child is on on the YMCA. Yeah. And then uh, she said, no, sir, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some we had several disagreements, and then my son kept breaking the rules unintentionally, and my wife was like. I tried, I thought I'd get sympathy from her, and she said, I told you the rules before you went. And I was like, yeah, but you didn't tell me about the Coast Guard flotation <laughs> device. Well, that's what's strange, because usually the pool rules like that are, are if they're a certain age or height, they can't swim, you have to be within 10 feet of them or whatnot, and they the flotation device doesn't necessarily matter. And then, you know, if they can swim at a certain age, it's like 25 feet. Correct. Well, there's there's two different things. Like you have to take a swim test to get the full right. full length. But my son, he couldn't pass it, and then, so he kept trying. And then I saw this little girl swim, and she did halfway, right half the half the length. Yeah. And I told the lifeguards like, I want that test. Yeah, <laughs> he can do that. And she's like, Well, that's just for the slide. And I was like, That's all we wanted anyway. So, so then he went and did that. But he was exhausted from from failing the big. Yeah, <laughs> the big right. <laughs> so you know, I, that's, that's tough. You gotta. Uh, it, my when both my daughters did it, the trick was you flip on your back halfway through and and float swim on your back. Uh, it's, it's, you know they don't. The lifeguards typically don't tell you the the ways around that. But yeah, you can flip over on your back and float and kick. Oh, uh, see now, well. 
That's good. That's good yeah, advice. You, you're gonna go back this week and be like, "Hey, I've learned. I've learned the trick." <laughs> Give me the test again. Stuff. Nothing like yeah. three dads in recovery that can find the gray area in a rule, <laughs> in a rule. To, <laughs> to get past it, right? Yes, I. The worst, uh, worst case is well, the lifeguard that's, that's conducting the test, you start yelling and pointing somewhere else, and they turn their head to give your kid a break real quick. <laughs> that's and right. you know, yeah. I, well, I don't. I don't know that they're fans of me since I let them all know that whatever happens to my my daughter is on their hands. On the wives. Why yeah. don't you just go go to the public pool at um, the uh, park in Roswell? That the uh, Wills Park. It's pretty sick public pool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But we were already there, and it was already like Packed. we already paid for our pass, our mm-hmm. summer pass. My kids were all excited. So I was the only one, and then I don't know why, like I, you know, slipped into, uh, or I didn't slip, I still have that character flaw where I think they really wanted to know my opinion, and uh, they needed to really hear from me, which they really didn't, nor did they want my opinion, they just wanted me to follow the rules, and uh, apparently I still struggle to follow rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm working. Welcome. I, I'm working on myself. Welcome. <laughs> you know, and that was after... Uh, 12-step meeting and after church. That's the kind of spiritual condition I was in, so. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you were, if it was after church, you must have been well-rested. <laughs> maybe I was just so tired from sleeping in church. No, I, I stayed up that time. Nice. I did good. Nice. But it's still outside, which is tempting because it's so peaceful. Yeah. You got my little lawn chair. I'm under a big, big tree with shade. That sounds great, actually. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Todd, what about you? What'd y'all do this weekend? Did you travel this weekend? Yeah, we drove uh, drove out here, and, and um, that's about it, man. It's been nonstop action since then. They, you know, you house full of a bunch of kids, so it's constant doing. Ah, man, I couldn't even list all the stuff they've had us run around doing: parasailing and crab. Fishing and <laughs> forget what, what else we did. There was something else we did that was, um, you know, one of, like a big time thing, and I just can't, I can't remember it. Save my life, but they've got the whole week kind of scheduled out, so that it's a pretty rigid, uh, <laughs> rigid environment. You know. So no, you're not just you're not just lounging on the couch, right? Oh no, that's not that's not an option. And you know, for me, I'm like I'm a lake guy, so I like the lake. It, it's a I mean, it's a blessing to be with family and see everybody and watch the kids and all. But I hate the sand. I don't like how hot it gets in the sun. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a ginger, so I, I burn easily. I hiss when I get out in the sun on the sand. But, Oh man! It's it's cool, man. It's uh, good to see all the little ones kind of connecting and playing and having fun. And they they did some weird stuff though. Like last night, they had a funeral for a ladybug, which I was kind of. I don't know if I should be like, oh, you know, that's cool that they, you know, my kids kind of can honor. But then it's like it's kind of creepy too, you know, (laughs) because they were on the beach and built like 
rocks around it and put a feather in, in the grave and like you know circled up it's kind of like a weird seance you know what i mean and we had to break it up at the end <laughs> my dad was watching it and, and kind of came back and said hey so so just to let you know i don't know how to take <laughs> notice the story like yeah that's kind of weird <laughs> It's probably going to be like the Bible with the locusts. You're going to have like millions of ladybugs showing up <laughs> later in the trip. Yeah, something. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, but other than that, it was, uh, you know, the my Anna's anniversary yesterday, so which, you know, we didn't do a whole lot. We went out and ate, and that was about it. So Happy it anniversary, by the way. Yeah, happy anniversary. It's a big deal. Okay. Yeah, I try to tell her it's not a, you know, I don't, that's one of the events, I guess, in, in our life. I don't really, like, do a big gift giving and make a big deal of it because I, I meditate every day in gratitude for us and the marriage and all that. So I don't I don't know. It's the anniversary of making it another year, like celebrating, oh, look, we've had it another year seems kind of odd to me just because it's like why would we not you know what i mean if i if i stay connected to god she stays connected to god uh and we live in a state of gratitude why why would we not we, there's no need to celebrate another year because it's, uh, it's almost as if this is a surprise if that yeah. makes sense well it's really if you think about it, it's really a like you said meditating every day it's it's really a, right. a blessing to make it day by day you know just because life's so fragile and short well i mean it's it's easy to to show up one time a year and and show gratitude for a marriage but i that's what i'm saying it's like doing it every day and trying to check myself and my attitude and all that on a daily basis you know it's uh it's very different for me and i guess that a lot of that has to have went and gone through a marriage before and it yeah, I don't know. I, again, I'd rather celebrate it daily than one time a year. Yeah, I get it. My wife would probably like me to celebrate her daily. Yeah, I don't know. one a year. But no, I I agree. Totally agree. So. Well, then then your wife would probably be right if you totally agree. I uh, yeah, she she is. I. So you you need to go do something today and celebrate her. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I have I actually have blue sticky notes in my hand i'm gonna take a note and do that to celebrate her she, she she's listening right now and texting me something about a dress at this one place that she wants you to go to. i know exactly i know exactly which one she's talking about so. <laughs> well we this weekend was actually first time in about four or five weeks for us to where we didn't have we weren't traveling to see family or didn't have some type of event or my wife didn't have something or i didn't have something so it was cool so we were just um felt very present this weekend with the family that we haven't had in a few weeks you know when you're even when you're running around like like todd's talking about now even when you're running around going to do stuff with family like it's hard to not get in that mode of all right, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to be here at this time. We got to do this. And this weekend, we just were. We bought this sweet. I thought it was going to be kind of crappy, but it's this massive blow up pool. 
and uh, oh, those are awesome. <clears throat> blew it up, put it in the backyard. It's like three feet deep or something like yeah. that. It's like it's like a twelve by twelve. I mean, it's it's. It this a- is going along with that. Um, remember that grilling episode you had? You were stirring gumbo with a two by four. Yeah, we. Like this is this is <laughs> yeah. with that. I'm picturing Eastern Kentucky trailer. Yeah. You know, we blew the we blew the pool up and put it in the holler, and <laughs> we're stirring. Yeah, we did actually stir that with a two by four. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so we had, we had that thing filled up and hung out, and seems like the whole family just we just enjoyed each other and had fun. So it was pretty relaxing, kind of kind of recharging. Were you so, guys wearing Coast Guard approved uh, flotation devices? No, dude, we don't. In my backyard, it's it's all out. Whatever you want to do, no Coast Guard <laughs> rules, none of that kind of stuff, man. If you can't swim, that's on you. You know what yeah, I mean? So, a, yeah. No lifeguard on duty here. So. That's how the pools I grew up in, and they just had a sign that said "swim at your own risk." Yeah, watch out for gators yeah, and yeah, stuff too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's your fault, kid. Oh, speaking of gators, that's what we did. We went zip lining oh. through a, through a swamp, and there was a loose alligator that named Oscar that the the guides didn't want to really admit they got loose out of their pen because they like have <laughs> adopted alligators, you yeah. know. Try to make it a little bit scary to zip line over the swamp, but no, there's a legit alligator loose under one of the zip line trees. You could see him. Nice. I was quick. I quickly resorted to uh, to take me back to the truck, and I'll I'll get something out of my truck and make sure Oscar doesn't bother anybody. <laughs> yeah. Remember, we've talked about this on other podcasts. We got to face face the alligators. That's right. Yeah, the 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 ones that that we're talking about in life all day, a real alligator, I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually shared a story about being next to a real alligator. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah Todd's you, just gonna handle not it. Learn very, anything from that? Todd's just gonna handle no, it a very different way. No, it doesn't change. So when I'm at when I'm back in in Atlanta, probably said, but like here at the beach, going out in the water, I'm. I like a super on edge because I'm waiting for a shark or some sort of undertow. So the kids are like all weirded out why I'm so rigid about, all right, no, you can't go any further than your ankles. And so I don't take them out. Anna's good about taking them out, but I I don't like the ocean. I don't like any water where, like parasailing, I was freaked out. They dip you in the water. Oh yeah. Um, and so there. And Marcus, I saw the jellyfish. So they have these things called jelly balls, and they're jellyfish without the tentacles. And the guy that actually you pick them up, he's passing them around. Yeah. All the kids are holding it and all that. And so you, yeah. it can't sting you because it doesn't have tentacles. Hmm. The jelly balls. I don't know if I don't know what the jelly balls are. I don't know if those Either, are the ones that I see. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what you see on the beaches. I mean, yeah. they're everywhere. Like when you're in the parasol like parasol, and you look down the water, you just see them all in the water. And so none of those can sting you unless they have tentacles. That's what he said. I mean, the girl, little girls, they were holding them like it was nothing. I thought the lips I, of the head could sting you, so I would just grab them by nah. their head. Yeah, no, nah, he said it couldn't. He was juggling them like ball. I mean, I I wasn't gonna touch it, but. <laughs> 
he said there was something that he's like if it caught you like touched you in a very sensitive area of your body like your upper thigh or something he's like you may feel numb a little bit but it, you're not it's not like a jellyfish thing <laughs> yeah. i was like well i'm hoping that i don't have that experience <laughs> so it can sting you just minor i he wouldn't get clear on that yeah, <laughs> he, he, his words were it can't sting you but then he said it could numb your upper thigh which is strange <laughs> Yeah, I've been stung by, like, I think it was a man of war in the ocean. Yeah. And it felt that. like somebody hit me with a bat, and my whole left side of my body froze for, like, a minute. I couldn't move it. That was actually a 9 millimeter. <laughs> no. <in> the streets <laughs> that she got I shot was, with. Yeah. I was swimming in the Caribbean, and I... And that then was I, a seizure, the, the heart attack. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, like, drug it in, and then it stung my wife. So I tried not to panic her, so I didn't tell her, like, hey, I got this jellyfish wrapped around my yeah. my leg and foot, and I can't move the left side of my body because I don't want to freak her out. So I was just side-swimming back. Yeah, it sounds like a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, stung her, and she was like, what happened? Yeah. And I was like, well, I got a jellyfish wrapped around wrapped my whole my leg. leg, and I can't move my left side. Did she pee on your leg right then? No, they said that that doesn't work, so they, uh, oh. the... Yeah, but it's a good opportunity to pee on you. <laughs> that's that's, that's true. a whole nother podcast. Right the there. locals actually, when I went and asked this local, he dumped some rum on it. That's what he did. So you've been sober ever since that day. What you're saying? saying. <laughs> <laughs> so how much? How much time did that take off? <laughs> that, that took a little bit. <laughs> so I've been on a bender ever since. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, laughed wow. at me when I told him what happened to me. He just said I was a wimp, basically. And then he dumped some rum on my foot, and the stinging went away. Yeah. So I don't. They all made fun of me. Well, I, you said something earlier in your uh, in your check in mm -hmm. that sparked sparked something in my mind that we could briefly talk about this morning. You guys let me know, and then we can let Todd get back to ladybug funerals and that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but one of my so one of my a guy I love, Bob Goff, who writes a bunch of books, and if you've ever heard of Bob Goff, he's great. But he, he, he posts these quotes and these one-liners, and I and I love them. And one of my favorite ones that he's posted is he said, "Everyone's got an opinion. Be an example, mm -hmm. right?" And you earlier said talking about your opinions and your opinions, and I don't know that just popped in my head was talking about and not. I'm not putting you on blast. I'm just I, I feel like this is a little personal, don't you, Todd? Like it just like, no, but no, I don't. I'm just kidding. But well, you're right. It's, it's big. Aside from Marcos at the YMCA in society today, everyone's everyone's got their opinion and trying to force their opinion versus less acting out and living their values or maybe their belief systems and their things and being an example to the world and to others versus just trying to force opinions on people. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Like for, and I've been working on this significantly for probably like, I don't know, maybe five years where I've really made a conscious effort. I was at a 12 step meeting and, uh, where one of the guys, it's a friend of mine in the meeting. He said that, he said that he learned from his his sponsor had taught him, like, when he, whenever he gives his advice or opinion, 
he runs through a sort of a test. And Todd had brought, brought this up. I think he said it a little bit different, but it's the same kind of point about is what you're going to say, is it, are they asking? Mm -hmm. Is it necessary? Yeah. Is it coming from compassion? Mm -hmm. Is it moral? Yeah. Um, and I think that there was one more. What's the other one, Todd? Um, I don't do that checklist. Right. I don't know that one. Well, okay. <laughs> well, then, thanks for leaving me hanging. But there's one other one. <laughs> but, uh, it's, that's, a good, that's a good routine to go through for sure. But, but that was the thing that I really tried to... Because in my mind, and, and I've always been like this, which is definitely part of my character flaws, I got the best way. Everybody really wants to know what I truly think. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not asking, it's only because they're unaware how good my ideas are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would force my way into situations where people sure. people don't want my opinion. They don't, you know what I mean? They're not asking. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm naturally very hypocritical because... I don't like anybody doing that to me. Yeah. But then here I am out in the world, you know. Hey, <laughs> let me yeah. let me share with you what you really should be doing. And I and I fully I fully went into that at the uh at the swimming pool scenario. And then it just turned into this this sort of conflict between this head lifeguard and I. Yeah. And then every time it was never where had I kept my opinion to myself? Or maybe read the rules prior to admission, which I didn't, and just figure I'll figure it out, which is another character flaw. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a small example of a of a greater character flaw in my life for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, if you really look at that, though, it's like so. I have to I have to distinguish whether it's an opinion that I have a creative opinion on something. Or it's a, a I, I didn't, I'm not following the guidelines, and somebody challenges me on that, and it's, it goes against what I want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't consider that an opinion, per se. I consider that more of an argument for me of like, hey, you know, this I get on my huffy and ride off mad because this is what I want to do, despite your guidelines, if that makes sense. Because to me, it's like, Opinions, in a sense, I guess to, to go down a different rabbit hole, to me they're very powerful and, and, and they're, in their creative own right they can develop you as a human being because you're only going to, you're never going to rise above your own opinions and perceptions of yourself. So I think it's important to learn how to develop opinions about topics. Now the catch is, you go back to can I have an opinion and use the old Wayne Dyer be be open to everything attached to nothing idea when I give that opinion. Mm -hmm. Can I give you my opinion and be okay with you not agreeing with my opinion um, and walk away from that? So that's the area of growth for me because I do think it's important that we have opinions because I think that's how you grow in life. The more you learn about different things, all that kind of stuff, you, you develop more opinions. It's like watching a little kid and getting their opinion on whatever it may be. I mean, it's it's pretty cool to watch how their mind creates a, a belief or perception around that, and then you're able to say, hey, now that makes total sense, but also look at this, and then you can watch them change. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I don't see that. I don't see a negative because I'm full of opinions, and I do think they have to be 
people have to ask for them uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, like if Anna comes and asks for my opinion, I'm able to, to give that to her and leave it and walk away whether she, you know, uses it, doesn't, whatever it is. Now, if she's in something and I try to just give my opinion, it typically doesn't go over well. It doesn't go good at that. Well, and and the thing about it is it doesn't go good because what I'm trying to do is I see my my significant other, you know, in pain or in conflict, and I don't like that experience, so therefore I'm trying to solve her pain and conflict by telling her this is what you ought to do when that may not work for her. You know what I mean? It may not line up with, and and all I'm wanting to do is selfishly see her not in any kind of conflict and pain so I can move on. You know, so that's the challenging piece to it is is when you do give your opinion, it's what are you trying to resolve? And when I I typically, if I'm not trying to resolve any kind of conflict or pain, I can give my opinion and walk away and it'd be okay. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm cool with whatever, whether you take it, whether you don't take it. But when I feel like, Here's my opinion, like at work, if I give my opinion about something, um, sometimes my opinion is really, lack of a better way to put this, is a camouflaged order. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not really asking you to do this. I'm trying to dress it up. So you kind of like, oh, yeah, no, that's a great idea. We'll go do that. But then if somebody doesn't, I have to go back and say, hey, look, uh, yeah, no, we're going to do it that way. You know, it's not really an opinion. This is what we're going to do. Well, so I've got to be careful with that kind of stuff for sure. Well, it's just like giving its giving someone the ability to try and make the right decision without, like you said, before having to say, no, 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 this is, this is what we're doing. You yeah. know, so it's a, it's a growth opportunity. Um, yeah. Giving them the, like, what I think the... In a lot of the like Al-Anon point of view, like the the well, I don't know if I can say, that. but it gives them the the dignity of of learning through their own mistakes, making their own choices, and just like just like we had, yeah, you know what I mean. Just like I wouldn't listen to anybody until I got a little open. Which and that's the reality of an opinion. I mean, you got the like solution focused therapy kind of approach where you help guide people to their own answers but i just be blunt sometimes people's own answers aren't right you know what i mean <laughs> they're, they're going to cause a, a devastating result in their life and i would rather be able to i look at myself not as a coach but as an equipper like i want to equip people with the experience and knowledge that I have around certain areas of expertise that I'm involved in. And once I'm not in, I'd just say, I don't know that. You know what I mean? I could help guide you and figure out your own answer. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, I think our job in, in recovery in particular, of being long-term recovery in a healthy space in this profession and anything that we have an expertise in is to give our creative opinion when asked for it and help people grow. You know, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. we're designed to do is, is mentor each other, coach each other, equip each other, and part of that's giving them an opinion. Now, again, it, are you attached to that opinion or can you give it uh, with no attachment? And that's, the, that's always the key for me. Yep. My opinion would be not to pour well, water. Not, not to pour water. We're, 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 
We're not really worried about your opinion, Grant. I, I can under, I understand that. You know why I know that is because y'all decided not to call me for the podcast last week. <laughs> last week. <laughs> oh, it's on record that we called you. You didn't answer. It's on. It's also on record that I called you guys, and y'all were like, "Well, we're already started. Let's just let's just decline this phone call here." <laughs> I it, had, it would have thrown off our guest who was in, you know. Yeah, I get it. Very vulnerable, vulnerable, vulnerable guy shot space. Yeah. Jeez, we already screwed up his podcast one time before. So. That's right. We were trying to be, we were trying to be good hosts. Yeah. On top of that, my cell phone went from like twenty percent to seven percent as soon as we started, or like eleven percent. <laughs> I was freaking out. It's like, let's just get through. we got to get through this or it's going to, you know, die. We're going to have to tell Krasner again this didn't work out. Speaking of Krasner, hopefully listen to this. He didn't even share the podcast last week, so that's a that's a strike against him. For he sure. didn't share it? No. Well, yeah, he probably doesn't want to. That's my, you know, I won't share my opinion on that one either. So. <laughs> He doesn't uh, want to promote us. <laughs> well, and, and see, it's your, you're, you're bringing up more content. It's like, even when you're looking at opinion, like, what place in your heart does it come from? Yeah, I you agree. I mean? yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're not... But then it changes. Well, then it changes from being an opinion, I think, in, in a way. It's not necessarily uh, opinion, but now it moves into that more of a want. Like, I, I wanted it this way, and you didn't do it, that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean that's where I I think going back, you someone one of you guys said something about kind of your motives on how you're sharing your opinion. What what's the point? Are you attached to it? Are you not attached to it? Um, so yeah, it can it can be a like you said a camouflaged opinion. It's right. really just where's it where's it coming from? You know what I mean? Is it is it going to be productive? Is it not going to be productive? Are you trying to force your opinion on someone are you open to what that other person has to say you know it can it can look very different yeah my mine was more so like my at least what i think my character flaws with it in particular is that people wouldn't ask my opinion but i would kind of get them to because yeah. i know how to do that yeah but they they weren't really and then i just give it to them and i wouldn't really care what they oh, did with it i was saying it more for me sure because it's like uh I don't know. It comes from like childhood trauma and stuff like, and then I didn't care what you did with it, but they were like, Hey man, I didn't want to know this in the beginning. You know what I mean? Got <laughs> like, there it is. And, I, Live and, with I, it. and yeah. I'm like, you know, kicking in the door yeah. and then leaving it and like, okay, cool, whatever. But they're like back to like, I never asked for that. You know? <laughs> wow. That's a wounded individual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. You know, it's, it's great because people will do that. But when you're telling your story, your opinion to other people, they're literally in their brain usually asking themselves, who is this person that's kind of sharing this with me? Uh, and, and what do they have to offer me? Why should I even care about what they're saying? And can I even do what they're saying? And is it really even worth what they're saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's what we got to gauge, too, when we go down that road of giving our opinion. Is like, is this person in front of me, are they really going to value from anything I'm getting ready to say? Or, you know, do they yeah. even care? What I, it's like sharing your opinion with somebody that hates you. 
probably not going to yeah, no go point. over very well. <laughs> yeah. no, no point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Very true. And that's, you know, that's a challenge has been for me with my ex-wife is, is I don't, you know, I rarely will, will give her advice or try to tell her what I'm doing, you know, any of that with the kids because it, it's almost counterproductive and causes her to do the opposite of what I think should happen, you know. So it's, I've had to learn to let go of that control or that need to give my opinion in those situations out of care for my kids and say, hey, what, what's going to happen is going to happen, and, and that's, you know, whatever it's supposed to be. I can't, if I give her my opinion, she's not going to be very respectful about it, so I'm just going to let it go, you know. Yeah. So long, so the, the short answer on opinions is, who are you sharing them with? Why are you sharing them? When are you sharing them? Check all those things before you give your opinion. Before you decide to share them. Before you say, yeah. <clears throat> like pause. I just, pause for a minute first. Had I done that yeah. at the pool, might have been a better experience for myself. <laughs> My kids had a great time. Me on the other end. <laughs> I can tell you're still charged up from the, <laughs> the yeah. Well, imagine, imagine like that experience again. That goes back to I don't know that you're giving her your opinion versus your your kind of your demands of what you wanted. And imagine her experience now going home. Um, does she leave that job? You know, kind of, you know, because lifeguards are made to save people, not really have to argue with grown men. You know? <laughs> so now, now what we've done by in, inflicting our own thoughts on people is caused her environment to probably be less conducive to her growth. You know what I mean? She starts hating so. her job like, God, I hate, I hate going and dealing with, you know. They just probably gonna so, have my picture up by next yeah. by this Sunday when I come back. You know, <laughs> no pool for you. No pool for this yeah. guy. That literally, we know that lifeguard probably just put her two weeks in this <laughs> Or she didn't think much about it, and I was the because I was the one that was like not happy with the whole experience. You know, she's and, just living rent free in Marcos's head right now. Hundred percent. You know. Well, guidelines, here's the crazy part. People think rules and guidelines, you know, you hear, we hear it all the time with people we serve, like, you know, they don't want society telling them how to live and blah, blah, blah. The reality of it is I use the example in a group all the time. If you want more freedom in life, you have to follow more guidelines. So if you're going down the interstate at 120 miles an hour, what's going to happen? Well, eventually you're going to get pulled over, get a super speeder ticket, so you lose more money that way. Well, you do it again, eventually you lose your license. So now you, you've lived the way you want to live by breaking the guidelines, staying outside those guidelines, yet now you're starting to lose freedoms, you know. So it's, regardless of what people think, a lot of the guidelines are put in place to keep us safe and give us actually more freedom. Because if I'm driving the speed limit and I have a license, I'm more free to have whatever job I want, go see whoever I want to see, go to the store, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. So, you know, I get that it's hard. Uh, like, I, I don't have typically a hard time not questioning guidelines. If I go, like, parasailing or whatever it is, and they say, do these things, hey, totally. You got a reason for it? You've done this? I'm not the expert? Okay. Um, you know, so it's I've learned the hard way of, 
the more I wanted to live outside the realm of the, the guidepost, the worse my life got. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's true. I would agree with that. And that 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 philosophy is a whole ongoing life lesson for me, you know? Yeah. Like I live <laughs> I live more and more within the the appropriate guidelines, you know. But apparently I still got some work to do. Yeah. Cuz it's normally like airports are like a whole place where I have to really be on guard of my program. Because for some reason, I find a lot of their guidelines I don't really want to follow. So I really have had to work on that. But now, apparently, i got to add pools to that list. Yeah. <laughs> YMCA pools. <laughs> yeah, i got to. So, you know, I'm still... Well, it, it, it's like Victor Frankl is probably one of the greatest examples of... You know, he was in a concentration camp, and he had to follow external guidelines, you know what I mean, to, to stay alive while he watched his entire family be slaughtered. Yet, internally, he was able to, to go around any guidelines of the mind and write some of the most profound books on happiness. So I look at it that way. Is you can put all the external guidelines up you want, um, as long as I, I'm free to still experience that creativity in my own mind and think for myself and, you know, so on, so on, I'll follow the airport's lines, the rules, you know what I mean? I get people feel like they're being herded like cattle, all that, but even if you are, you can still experience freedom in the mind, you know? It's the story you tell yourself. Very true, very true. I honestly think, Marcus, what you ought to do is go... To the airport with the pink flamingo floaty on, <laughs> yeah. and tell them that it's a, a Coast Guard approved flotation device. <laughs> if the if the plane goes down, <laughs> I can combine two of my my weaknesses and and work on them together. I like I like what right. you're doing there. Two birds with one stone, right? Yeah, it's like what do they call it? like a. Like that type of therapy, like if you're afraid of snakes, they're like, hey, go pay, go pet snakes. Yeah. Right? right? You're scared of heights, go skydiving. I like it. Yeah, the, the, uh, the uh, exposure therapy. Exposure therapy. I'm going to take my kids to the airport after we go to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be... But I we have ordered the Coast Guard approved flotation device. Uh, we are going over the rules with uh, our YMCA contacts. I will be ready. Listen, I got... I got a ton of those from when my kids are young. Any, if you need more, I, I mean, I literally probably got five um, floaties with the chest, wraparound chest straps. I got the life jackets, you know, and they obviously are too big. You can have all out, that, but it's got to say Coast Guard approved. It Is does. Yeah, open? no, it does. Right. I even got one. That's approved for them to, uh, you can, they can, she can wear it while she's like riding a tube, which are, those are hard to find. Uh, uh -huh. the ones that, uh, they require you to be out on, cause there's so many different levels of Coast Guard approved, like you got two, three, all that, five or four or something like that. So there, it's different for swimming versus being on a tube or, or skiing or something like that. I feel like Todd's reading the Coast Guard handbook. I know, like, were, were you in the Coast Guard the or something? Yeah, like, no, yeah. well, well, having a boat, I've had to learn uh, these yeah. things the hard way. Like, when I went and bought a comp vest to wakeboard in, 
uh, quickly was told that that's not an. Well, I quickly found out the first time I wiped out and I was like hurt fairly bad where I couldn't swim. It <laughs> wouldn't keep me up out of the water. Yeah, it really <laughs> floating very around. well. Yeah. It's like okay, this isn't good. This thing's not working very well. Um, and I realized it's made just for like wakeboard parks and all that kind of stuff. But. Uh, all right. I'll bring. I have to bring. I have to bring them to work, and you can you can take them home. They can have them in multiple locations. <laughs> you can even take one to Graham's house. So if you ever go swim in his three foot pool, that's right. right. <laughs> While he's making gumbo with a uh, wooden with a two by four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a set of Timberlands and some really short cut off jean shorts, <laughs> flannel flannel cut off uh, button down, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Y'all come on. Anytime you want to come over and, <laughs> and hang out. Yeah, let's go. Bring your bring your Coast Guard approved vests and we'll be good to go. There you go. Well, that's it. Then we might have to do the, the lives podcast oh. over there in the pool. That's right. That'd be cool. It's a 12 by 12, so we could, we could get snug in there for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well... We're come running up on time here. Todd, you enjoy vacation in the beach, and we'll see you when you get back. That'll work. Love you guys. Love you. Y'all have, you, a, have a good week. We'll catch Bye. you next week. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.